Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by the Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And by the time this episode airs, it will be July and will officially be halfway through 2023 already. Man, I cannot believe it. Time flies. I feel like this first half of the year, like we've already packed in so much. Uh, Like I feel like my spring was just constantly traveling, hiking, seeing places. it's, It's been crazy. So Vicky, you know, after I, I got back from my most recent trip, um, I proposed this idea to you. I said, you know, we've both traveled so much um, over the the last, you know, several months. Um, I know we've talked a lot about all those travels on individual episodes, but it might be nice to sort of recount some of our favorite trips of the year so far, especially as we're entering like summer travel season. So if you're still thinking like, hey, I need somewhere to go this summer, I need a fun trip. We've got some ideas for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so we've kind of broken down our favorite trips into a few different categories because, you know, these trips each stand out for their own particular reasons. And uh, we'll we'll go through them all and talk about some of our favorite moments from those trips. God, it's it's so hard to pick like three trips. (laughs) Like I just can't, this was, this was among the most difficult things I've done, um, on the podcast this year of just picking three. Um, but Vicki, why don't, why don't you, why don't you start us off with, with one of your picks? Okay. So my first category is my favorite unique stay. And as our listeners know, We've talked about many different cool places to stay, whether you're staying in a state park tiny cabin or you're in a yurt somewhere or, you know, there's endless options as far as Airbnbs go. Um, But my favorite unique stay was the Airstream Hotel called Hearts Camp in Pacific City. That was truly a standout stay, mostly because I I hadn't stayed in an Airstream before and I really didn't know what to expect, but also because this place offered so many cool amenities. I was able to bring my dog, Stella. Um, It was literally right across the street from the beach and I could walk around and explore the sandy area there with Stella with me. 
um, and then go back to the Airstream, very comfy bed, have a little fire outside of the Airstream as well, make some s'mores. This one stood out as kind of more of a a luxurious day because of how nice this Airstream (laughs) was, which I was not expecting at all. Um, It was really cool. And what made it even sweeter was that it was a beautiful day, kind of an early spring, and the sun was shining on the coast, which was just the cherry on top. Man, you cannot beat being able to walk across the street to the, the beach at sunset. Like, I love staying in a place where I can just walk to sunset over the ocean. That's that's amazing. That that's that's exactly what you want. I loved being able to walk around Cape Kowanda, um, and like kind of walk straight up the big sandy hill there mm-hmm. and um, also just get to be around a big crowd of people who are kind of collectively taking in the sunset and kind of set up blankets in a picnic area um, right on the sand. So it was just really relaxing. Very, very peaceful. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I, that, that one sounds, that's when I, I, I definitely took note of that spot when I'm looking for spots in Pacific City. That seems like a really nice one. So yeah, that is the the first one on my list. My unique stay experience is definitely a standout from the past six months. Jamie, where are you taking us from here? Oh man, I feel like I've been delaying. I'm trying to figure it out. Like I, I'm like reorganizing my notes like <laughs> right now, just trying to figure out like, you know, taking some off, adding some, um, but I'll start with 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 what I, I'm calling my best day trip, because um, you know there's been a lot of road trips, so I've done a lot of day trips too. And and I think at the top of that list was my trip through the wildflower corridor of the Columbia River Gorge. Um, obviously, we've done a whole episode on this, so for more information, go back to that. But this is an area of the gorge um, that is just you know it's like a, a small section that is just full of wildflowers. Um, some of the best hikes you can take for spring flowers is in this one little section that's, you know, basically uh, sort of in the Mosier area, uh, if you will. Um, and I had done a bunch of these, these hikes already in the past, but there were three that I had never done before. And I really wanted to make it a point to go to these before writing about this area. So I spent a day just driving to these three spots. Um, so I drove out uh, in the morning and started off at the Lyle Cherry Orchard, which is this like really sort of unheralded little wildflower hike. Um, and did that and it was like a thunderstorm and I got rained on. It was very dramatic. Um, then drove over to Coyote Wall and did a nice hike up to the top of Coyote Wall and saw some beautiful flowers and river views from there and crossed the river back into Oregon and did a hike at Memaloose State Park, which is um, a really nice spot to do wildflowers. There's like not really as many official trails there, but a really cool spot to take in a bunch of different kinds of flowers. But Vicky, it was just like the yellows, the reds, the oranges, the pinks, the purples, the whites, just the hills exploding with colors, not to mention like that fresh green grass of spring. It was just like this rainbow of colors out there and a completely unforgettable experience. So beautiful. Oh my gosh. I like going through all of your pictures that you took there. It's just, it's insane just seeing how (laughs) many different varieties and uh, seeing them on the hillsides is incredible. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely recommend that for folks. Obviously now summer is like not really wildflower season in the gorge, but um, if you want a cool road trip um, or some great hikes, these are all beautiful hiking destinations any time of year. So go check them out this summer. Um, check out all of them in the gorge. Just <laughs> go to any and all of them that you want. But Vicki, I'm going to toss it back to you. What's What's your second spot? All right. So my next category that I have here is my best spur of the moment trip. And I actually have not spoken about this on the podcast yet. Um, but early in June, it was the second weekend in June, um, there was Bend Yoga Festival going on. And um, being a yoga teacher, this was something that I really wanted to go to. But aside from that, as many listeners might know on this podcast, I have not, I had not made it to Bend uh, in my almost two years of living in Portland. And so making it there and kind of having a little bit more of a reason to make the trek out to Bend um, for this yoga festival, I was very, very excited. The only thing was that <laughs> I was kind of, it was definitely last minute because I had just gotten back from a big vacation in Hawaii. And so I was like, ah, do I want to spend another weekend away from home in Portland? I lucked out in finding a very affordable Airbnb to stay at. And so I woke up on a Saturday morning at 3 a.m. and I made the drive out to Bend in order to get there by 8 a.m., for the opening ceremony of this yoga festival. I also left in a little bit of buffer. I woke up so early in order to get to Smith Rock at sunrise and uh, see see just Smith Rock in all of its glory before my day even started. So it was a big undertaking to wake up so early and just make the trip out there. And adding on to this, I only spent a total of 24 hours in Bend. So (laughs) (laughs) I was determined to get out there, experience just a little taste of Bend, um, do lots of yoga outside and um, be in a a new place and explore a little bit. That sounds, it sounds wild, um, first of all, and also so fun. Um, And you packed so much in there. Did you get to any of the bakeries in Bend? You know I broke out your list, Jamie, and used it as a guide. Uh, you know, as soon as I opened up your list, you know, first picture that came up, I was like, well, well, the compass is pointing me here. And uh, I made it over to Cafe des Chutes, and I got one of the Oregon Rolls, one of those pastries, mm-hmm. which has this amazing, like, what is it, the hazelnut... Um, hazelnut icing on top of it with what is in the inside again it's it's a marionberry jam on the inside yes, and that. it's a hazelnut butter glaze on top oh, <laughs> oh i have to say that was one of my highlights of being in bed like yes smith rock is amazing but have you tried an oregon <laughs> roll <laughs> oh they're so good i'm just like melting over here thinking about that pastry yeah. Such a cute little shop too. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, just very charming. It's like out of old old Europe or something is, is the, the vibe in there. Exactly. Um, and they do such good. I mean, the organ roll is great, but everything they do there is so yeah. good. Yeah, I had a baguette there. Really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So essentially in my 24 hours in Bend, I, just, I got a, a quick look at Smith Rock State Park, did 
a ton of yoga. And then um, I hit up um, a couple of food carts. Mother Shuckers. Have you been to Mother Shuckers yet? I, I've been dying to, but it's always closed when I'm there. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. I'm not going to lie. I ordered my first entree and then I was still hungry and ordered a second one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I was eating good in Bend um, to uh, fuel me up for my long yoga day. But it was incredible, but almost too incredible because I was very sad to leave just after a day and I will mm-hmm. definitely be returning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's that's the good plan. Yep. All right, Jamie, you're up. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to uh, my category is biggest adventure. Um, you know, I got to have a big adventure at some point. Um, and this year uh, was the year I finally got to the Owyhee Canyonlands. So obviously we just did a whole episode on this. Go back and listen to it for more. But, I, you know, it's it's one of the places I've been trying to get to since I've been on on this job, um, you know, which has been, I don't know, eight years or so. And I, it's just so far out there. And, um, you know, I've just been dreaming of it and scheming for years. You know, COVID interrupted it at one point. And so finally getting out there, it was so satisfying just to to get there. Um, and then once there, it was so cool to go explore these like crazy canyony um, weird rocks. I mean, there's a rock formation called the Honeycombs that's like really cool and interesting. Um, just driving around in there uh, was so cool and and gorgeous and unlike anything I've I've seen in Oregon. Um, so it was just such a huge adventure. And even though I was just I wasn't doing like big backpacking trip or like crazy, you know, rafting or kayaking. Um, I, I think just being out there was an adventure in and of itself because it's just such a long drive. Um, and there's so much driving involved, these back roads that can be really rough. Um, it it was just for me personally, a, a really satisfying adventure to finally achieve. Love that. Do you wish you had some additional days there could have made a longer trip? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, when you talked about wanting more time and Ben being sad to leave, that's how I felt leaving there. Um, you know, I had tacked it on to a trip to Joseph. Um, I was like, well, if I'm going to be out in Eastern Oregon, I might as well get a couple of things, um, out of the way. And I, I kind of wish I had split those two up, uh, because the drive from Joseph to Hawaii is still like four and a half hours. So it's not like it's saving a ton of time. Um, but I, I, because of that, I, I was only out there for two nights in the Canyonlands and I could have easily done four nights um, and had plenty to do um, or even five or six if I really wanted to get ambitious about it um, just to explore that area with more depth. I kind of got the surface look at it. Um, and as I was leaving, I was like, man, when am I going to get back out here though? <laughs> like, when am I going to have another chance? So I really tried to though appreciate the time I did have there and not just waste my time thinking about like, you know, regretting not spending more time. Right. Um, and with that, I was able to really enjoy it. It was an incredible experience. Oh man. Do you think, when do you think you could even potentially get back out there again? I have no idea. It's not, it's not on, on the radar at this point. It's not even on my horizon at this point. Yeah. I, I, the, the pictures are still fresh, so yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to think too much about it. I'll just wait for, for the, the, the pull to come again, you know? Totally. Totally. Yeah. 
Okay, Vicky, number three, what's your third, your third spot? All right. So going off your, your biggest adventure, I will, my next category is my most intense outdoor adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Although we weren't too far from Portland, this was at Silver Falls. Uh, I still consider this an incredible feat because this is the tree climbing activity at Silver Falls. Mm -hmm. And um, we recently had on um, the founder, Leo, on to the podcast to give us kind of the lowdown of everything that is offered there with the special program at Silver Falls. Um, but doing this and going into, you know, this activity, I had never climbed a tree before, you know, not even like barely in my backyard growing up as a kid and then, let alone like a 300 foot tree <laughs> what <laughs> so going into something a new outdoor activity with you know zero experience doing this um it's always a lot learning something that's pretty technical um the getting the technique down and doing this and having new gear and figuring out how to use it um it's kind of a big jump for me i <laughs> feel like sometimes when people give me instructions my mind just goes blank and i'm like you want me to do what i'm very much a person who has to physically do an activity i'm not like mm -hmm. an <laughs> an an audio learner uh even though i'm a host of this podcast but anyway <laughs> that's besides the point this tree climbing activity. You know, we did the first the first tree that we were learning the technique on after we have all of our gear on and you're kind of learning to use these different tools um climbing this rope attached to the tree. Uh the first time you're doing it is like right in front of the parking lot. Um and then I didn't realize how far we were hiking to the actual tree that we would climb to the top and that was like a pretty steep 45 minute hike enough to by the point we were actually at the tree i was like oh i'm really hungry now and now i have to climb this 300 foot tree <laughs> you know there were certain points as i was getting started where i was saying to myself like i don't know that i have the energy to fully make it to the top um but i did i persevered and um it was so incredible to watch the sunset from the, the tree canopy at 300 feet, um, even more so since that we had done a big hike to get up there. But um, being able to watch the sunset from that vantage point and see it set over the Willamette Valley was so incredible. And uh, I can say that I've never done anything like that before in my life. I'm not sure that I ever will again. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was really intense, but very memorable. Yeah. I feel like just completing a physically strenuous activity like that is its own reward, but it sounds like that sunset was something extra. Yeah. Yeah. And going through the footage because I made a, um, peak Northwest video out of that trip, Going through all the footage, especially the drone footage that was taken, um, it, it makes you definitely feel very small in the, in the greater context of things, of just being like this little human at the top of a tree. <laughs> um, so it was, yeah, it was super cool experience. And um, I recommend, I recommend it to thrill seekers for sure. <laughs> I was going to ask, like, is this, is this a, an adventure you 
that you're like telling your friends like, Hey, go check this out. Or is this one you're like, look, if you're looking for something pretty intense, this could be for you. Like, would you recommend this for me, for example? You know, I think you, you would enjoy being up in the trees and the nature aspect of it. For me personally, it was a lot of energy exerted that I don't know that I'm like running back to do again. So <laughs> I'll, I'll leave you with that, Jamie. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair you enough. can decide on your own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So what is your third favorite trip so far? Okay. The, the, the final category I settled on was most surprisingly relaxing. And I originally thought about most relaxing and I was going to do my Brighton Bush hot springs trip because that was phenomenal and so relaxing, but like, obviously, um, that was going to be relaxing, but I, I think what I was really surprised by was how relaxing, uh, my trip to Yahats at the very start of spring was. So, um, I believe we did an episode on this as well, that they're running together, um, uh, my partner Sadie and I went to Yahats on over Easter weekend um, to do some tide pooling with tide pool ambassador uh, Jamie Kish up there who was on the show. And um, I thought like, you know, April is kind of hit or miss, but like you get some sunny days, you get some rainy days. That's just how the coast is in the spring. And we got all rainy days, um, like rain blowing sideways days, um, nary a blue sky in sight. Uh, so I, and I was kind of like, uh, a little perturbed by, because I was like, I'm, I'm here to like, I had hikes planned. I had other stuff like, um, and it was rain that you just couldn't really be out in without getting soaked to the bone. So we were just kind of, for a lot of it, just stuck in, in our, um, hotel room, which was a really beautiful spot. Um, at the drift Inn in Yahats, we had this room with this beautiful big window looking out toward the ocean, um, and it was like, there was a nice sort of like day bed in there um, and, a, and a bedroom and a kitchen. There's a restaurant downstairs. And we ended up spending a lot of like our full day in town, just like lounging around the hotel room because that's all we really could do. Um, and it was like really nice. Like once I got over the anxiety of not doing the things I planned on, um, it was super nice just to sort of be there in this sort of that early spring gray light. Um, it was kind of dim, like we left the lights off and just like, you know, let that natural light come through. And we sort of sat and read, you know, I was talking to Sadie about the places in Yahats that we weren't going to be going to after all that I really enjoyed. Um, you know, we're, we're getting married this, this fall. And so we were talking about like ideas for honeymoon and we found some like weird books in the place that we flipped through. And that was a really fun game. Um, and it was just like, you know, I, it, it, when, when things go awry in like my trips, it's usually a bad thing. Um, it's not like the end of the world, but like, I've got plans for stories. I make all these things ahead of time. And when I can't do a lot of that, um, it's, you know, anxiety inducing, but this turned out to be just the perfect combination of factors to make it a really surprisingly relaxing time. Yeah. I mean, when you were telling me about that trip, I was like, well, I guess there could be worse places to be rained out on. Like, uh, you know, the coast is known for being pretty rainy and like, hey, at least you could probably eat some chowder <laughs> and mm -hmm. be warm and uh, 
what else were the highlights of that trip for you specifically? Well, we did do the tide pooling in the rain, yeah. um, which was really cool despite being like, I mean, my hands were like, you know, frozen into claws by the end, but like, <laughs> um, like I couldn't really take pictures with my, my main camera cause it was just getting pounded with rain. Um, but it was really cool to see all this stuff there. And Jamie is a great tour guide. Um, but then we just, I mean, we ate so much good food. Um, Yahats has a ton of really good restaurants. Um, you know, so we, you know, went to Yahats Brewing and we had some of these like really, um, good, but also kind of weird, like mushroom, uh, melts and stuff, um, at there. And we had, um, some really good breakfast at Green Salmon. Um, the Drift Inn restaurant was pretty good as well. Um, Lunacy Fish and Chips. Um, we got some fried fish there our, our first day in town. We got some ice cream. There's a, a newer restaurant in town, Beach Street Kitchen, which was really quite good. Um, one of our, our, you know, rainy lunches we had there and, and, oh my God, I can't forget about bread and roses bakery. Um, this has been like my year of baked goods. Um, bread and roses is like a must stop. If it's open and you're in Yahats and you're not there, what are you doing? Um, you, you, you gotta get there. It's, it's so good. So, I mean, we really just saw everything we could in town, ate everything we could in town. Um, not being able to go out hiking really focused us on the in-town aspect of Yahats. And that was really cool. Um, a really nice way to do it. So there are each of our three top favorite trips of the first half of 2023. But of course, there are some amazing <laughs> honorable mentions here. Yeah. Um, and like you mentioned before, uh, Brighton Bush Hot Springs, an unsurprisingly relaxing place. <laughs> like every time, it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. You're gonna be in full relaxation mode. Um, that that is definitely an honorable mention for for me as well. What else you got, Vicky? I know you've got more in there. You know, um, surprisingly, I really enjoyed Madras for for the for the uh, scenic bikeway trip that I took there, um, and you know, find finding the little unassuming places um, in the town. You know, I I also was able to have a lot of visitors this first half of 2023, and so being able to show people some of my some of my favorite stops. I took one of my childhood friends out to Silver Falls and hiked the Trail of Ten Falls, and to see mm. like her reaction to that was something unforgettable to me. So, I I love doing stuff like that this year too. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I, um, I've been looking through my calendar to see like what I've done this year so far. And it's, um, I feel like I just need like a lightning round to like, just like name <laughs> drop all these, these Do places. Um, I mean, we did, uh, I also went to Silver Falls with some friends from out of town, some LA friends. Um, and it was, uh, snowing, like <laughs> rain snowing there. So it was not that enjoyable, um, but very memorable at least. Um, but I mean, just to, to run through some stuff, um, John Day Fossil Beds, uh, had a great, you know, tour through there. Um, the aforementioned Ben Bakery tour was really fun. Um, Brighton Bush Hot Springs, obviously, um, even, you know, I did these little, little hikes like Spruce Run Lake was really cool. Um, Wildwood Recreation Area on Mount Hood, also very cool. I just feel like, you know, as, as we're talking about all of this stuff, I mean, we're two people. I mean, granted we do this professionally, but like we're two people in one corner of the world. And like, look at all of these amazing places we've been to that we've seen that we've experienced and how many uh, great memories and experiences we're taking back with us and sharing with people. Like 
it just is mind blowing to me how much there is to do here in you know the Pacific Northwest or just in Oregon for that matter. I mean, all these places have been in Oregon, um, and that's that's just incredible to me. Absolutely, I feel so lucky to live here, and I think especially coming from a the place where I lived previously, I felt like I had kind of done everything, seen everything. And now living in a place where I just like every single day I'm learning about a new activity or a new corner of the Pacific Northwest to explore that I haven't known about before. Um, it's just, it's, it's pretty awe-inspiring to know that many more adventures are ahead as well. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, folks, if, if you're needing some more uh, summer road trip or travel plan ideas. I hope we have some here for you. Even if you're you're not, um, all, a lot of these, like we said at the top, are episodes we've recorded. So go back through our archives if you have not listened before and um, throw some on while you're driving in your car um, across Oregon or Washington or wherever you're going. Um, but I, I'm, I'm certain, I'm absolutely certain that we're going to have so much more for you in the second half of 2023. Um, Thanks for listening. Um, Vicki, do you have, I got to ask you though, as we're looking ahead to the second half of the year, is there any one trip in particular, anything that is that you're really excited for to tease us with? Man, I'm thinking I'm going to make it down, down to like Brookings. I think I mm. still haven't been down to the Southern Oregon coast and that is calling to me. Mm-hmm. So I think that is on my to-do list for sure. How about you, Jamie? Well, I, I'm, you know, uh, getting married in September. So <laughs> like that's sort of like the big adventure for me. I'm not planning a lot. Um, as I mentioned, you know, we're, we're talking about doing a honeymoon, um, you know, maybe trying to get to Europe, um, hoping to maybe try to get to Portugal, uh, and at the end of September. So, um, that's kind of my big trip right now, but I, I, I'm, positive that there's going to be more, uh, Oregon and Pacific Northwest adventures to come. I just don't know what they are yet. Cheers to that. (laughs) Cheers to the unknown. (laughs) Cheers to the unknown. Um, Well, thanks for sticking with us, folks. Thanks for listening to all of this. um, And uh, happy to report more trips for you sometime soon. But until then, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel, as well as HereIsOregon.com. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast as well as our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you're interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at Oregonian.com. This episode of the show is produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.